0: So many of the things that we've said that we've wanted to make happen in our life, we've already accomplished, and we can't even look around and say, wow, and, you're, and, it's, and it's and it's not enough, and you're not where you thought you'd be by now. Why do we say that? It's the whole. You're listening to In It. This is for anyone who is in the trenches, in the process and pursuit of a life fully lived. And I want you to know that I'm with you. I'm your host, Lindsay Plebiak. Let's do this a i you i you I will let you down. Hey, hey, guys, and welcome to a- another episode of In It With Me. LP. (laughs) Listen, I just want to take a second and thank you guys so much for being here. I just want to thank you for the amount of shares. The feedback from the episodes have just been phenomenal and I'm so grateful for you. And if you are loving in it, if you are an avid in it listener, can you just do me a quick fave? Would you be willing to go down and rate review and subscribe on my podcast show. The ratings, the reviews, the subscriptions, like actually subscribing to the episode, it allows you to be able to download the episode instantly so you don't have to search for it. And uh, it actually does help boost and get the message out to more people. And I'm just so grateful for all of the shares that you guys do. I really am just so thankful for you guys. And I appreciate your time being with me and also taking time to review my show. So thank you so much for, for that. Today, we are talking about this concept of the next thing. And I'm talking about it today from a really personal place, as I do. But this like next thing phenomenon has been something that has absolutely affected me personally. And I've watched many other friends, colleagues, business partners, my own teammates at times, you know, family, friends. I see this is across like genres and across different career paths. Like it's not just in the line of work that I do. I really feel like it's something that is affecting us all. And and I think tremendously for business owners right now, and specifically in this season of business, there's just this concept of like the next thing, the next thing. And I'm, I'm hoping that if you saw the title, you were like, holy crap, I need this. Because the message that I want to give today is a message that I desperately needed a year ago. I needed this message six months ago. So I'm just really hoping that with the time that we have today that this is whoever might need this, that it's really helping you because I know how much I needed it, especially even the beginning of the year. But what I've observed with this like next thing phenomenon is our culture's inability to produce and then like pause produce, and then pause. We are just on a rat race of production. And let me say this from a place, from being a content creator and being a creator and an artist and a business owner and somebody who is operating a business in 2023, like, I get it. (laughs) I get it. You know, I was talking to one of my really good friends who's an um, incredible photographer about how in today's society, we don't have to simply now just create the art, create the photo work. Like when I was a photographer a couple of years ago, all I had to do was take the photos. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like when I when I was a full-time photographer a couple of years ago, all I had to do was take the pictures and post them. <laughs> and now you have to not only take the pictures and post them, but you have to do this whole behind the scenes process. You have to generate so much content, you're creating constantly, constantly creating, constantly outputting. And in the same hand of doing the endless creation, because now you're filming like the BTS of the process. And now you're, you know, doing all these side clips of the process. And now you have to show people what you're eating for breakfast every morning. And now you have to like bring people in to the deepest parts of your life at all times and show them, you can't even go on a walk without documenting it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you have to document it because it's creating, it's content creating. And what it's all kind of doing is it's it's getting us on this path, this track of simply just endlessly producing without a pause in junction with the fact that we are always trying to go to what is next. And so what I have been processing over this, these last couple of months for me personally, is that I've looked backwards. I've looked back over the last 10 years of my life where I was so committed to creating something. I mean, creating something incredible. I wanted to build this career. I wanted, I, I guys, I was chasing this idea of like building a career for years. I mean. Some of my earliest memories as a twenty-year-old were like, "I got to get this. I got to get this bread. <laughs> you know, I got to get out there. I gotta, I gotta go make this thing happen. Whatever this big thing is, like, I've got to go make it happen. Keywords: I've got to go make it happen. Put a pin in that. We'll come back to that later. I've got to make it happen. So, anyway, all of that to say, what I am, what I'm getting at is. We're endlessly creating already for our jobs without pause in conjunction with we're, we're always pushing for like what's next. And what I'm observing is that there really is no time for, like I said, no time for pause, no time for reflection, no time for stewarding what we're doing well, because it kind of just feels like we're outputting, 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 and then just trying to advance, 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 advance. There's no reflection. There's no, there's no framework. I feel because of the way that social media is just moving so fast. There's no action. Personally, I just think there's no true inventory that's being taken of like, are we even doing good work? You know what I mean? It just feels like this. There's not even an inventory that's being taken of like, are we doing good work? Are we proud of our work? Are we proud of ourselves? Or are we just on this hamster wheel of outputting, outputting, outputting while we're trying to chase this invisible string that is going to, we're going to grab onto it and somehow we're going to be taken to where we're trying to go. And we haven't been able to stop and look back that maybe this has been a pattern or a process that we've been in for years. And I know that that's been it for me. I think for whatever reason where it started for me was I have struggled so intensely, so intensely with my self-worth, with my self-image, with my God, it's just layered. It's just layers of this enoughness theme that has plagued and flooded the majority of my life for years. Like this like enoughness, this like going going above and beyond, you know, like putting a hundred percent into every single thing that I've done. You know, I'm I'm a perfectionist and I hate that about myself. I wish I could, I'm not a recovering perfectionist. Like I am a perfectionist. (laughs) And I can say that with like the utmost humility. And I think part of that is just like the artist struggle. And I think another part of it is just, you know, I don't know how I was raised or just I don't, I don't know. But (laughs) I really don't know the origins. But um, there is an origin story, let me assure you. I just don't know it fully. <laughs> but with that has come just this searching, this searching for enoughness, and this chasing this idea, chasing this feeling, chasing this thought that surely, if I put enough out, if I do enough stuff, if I if I go so hard, if I give my all, if I do all these things, like, I'm going to arrive somewhere, you know? I think that that's just the belief that I've believed for a really long time. That if I just give everything to what I'm doing and if I just work harder and create more and put out the most or whatever, whatever the thought might be, I just, the the the, the core of what it is was it was two things. It was chasing an enoughness and really chasing A place in the future that I thought I would be happier, you know? And over the last, you know, decade, I look back and I just see where those two things were a breeding ground, a breeding ground for striving. I mean, come on. (laughs) And what I want to be very clear with today on today's episode is there is a difference, friend. There is a true difference between. Ambition and drive and striving. Those are two different things. Okay. Ambition and drive is I truly believe how I'm like we're like, I truly believe that those that those core things, ambition and drive, are the reason that I am so much of who I am. Because at the core of who I am, there's always been strong ambition. There's been strong resolve. There's always been a deep longing and a desire for more. And let me be very clear. We look back to maybe where we've come from, or maybe you find yourself there in that place now and you see where you are and maybe your current surrounding is not a place where you feel happy, inspired, suffice. There's something going on in your present moment that is pushing you in a direction to long for more. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. That has been where I lived for years. You know, I lived there. I lived in a place of being like, this is, I want more for myself. I want more for my life than this. I do not accept these elements of my life. And I will have drive and ambition to get out from under, you know, whatever it might be, whether it is a certain income level or a gap that I wanted to close or a way of life that I had perceived for myself that I wanted to enjoy or, you know, just a, a, w- a state of life, uh, you know, a, a peace of mind, a place of, of, of experience to live in. Those things, that's healthy ambition, that's healthy drive. We need those things to be able to make things happen. But the striving piece is what I really want to focus on today in correlation to this concept of next thing this next thing syndrome. Because what I have found is in the process of me trying to fill that void of the enoughness and trying to get myself to a place in the future, I found myself unhappy, struggling, anxious, depressed. And that's kind of where I want to bring in this bigger conversation do I think that on the road to, to redemption and like on the road to creating a better life for yourself is supposed to be filled with, you know, rainbows and butterflies? And do I think it's just like this gold path laid out for us, for us to just step onto and go, ah, oh, life gets better on the gold path? No, no. I think when you're trying to overcome any type of adversity, it's going to be a challenge. I'm trying to say from my personal experience that there was already challenge enough in doing that work, but the enoughness and the striving and the seeking, that was another layer that I truly believe didn't need to be there on top of the already adverse city that I was working through. Does that make sense? It was already hard enough to get out from under I recognize now that there was two parts to this puzzle. The drive and the ambition was hard enough. It was going to require a certain level of me already. But the enough seeking, feel emotional here, the enough seeking and the searching for this better place that was this endless search, that was another level of pain that I truly think could have been avoided. Had I had the perspective that I had now. Because when you're seeking to feel enough, or you're trying to seek a place within this, you know, journey we're on, what ends up happening, the phenomenon that I'm, I'm actually trying to explain right now, this next thing concept, is that what will end up happening to you and to others is that you'll end up through your healthy drive and ambition accomplishing what you set out to do to get out from under the thing that you set came to, to do like the work or the goal or the, you'll end up accomplishing said thing. Like the healthy drive and ambition will get you to where you're trying to go. And yet there's a hole, there's a hole, there's a hole in at all. And that breeds the next thing, Chase, in my opinion. In my opinion, that's what I believe breeds this next thing, Chase, in conjunction with every day that we have to get on this thing to do our jobs. I think a lot of us are getting on the phone because we're trying to work because jobs now have moved to this iPhone. We're trying to pay our bills. I don't think a lot of people want to just be on the phone for fun. Maybe they do. If you do, I don't know. But yes, yes, yes. We create fun videos and we've, I love creating. It's amazing. This is the way that we we interact with the world now. Okay. So a lot of us, when we get on this phone, we're clocking in, you know, like we're clocking in. And so when you're clocking in, not only are you just not able to like sit down and just do your piece, but you're being bombarded with everyone else clocking in and doing their piece. And if you're not completely aware of this whole, you're going to start looking at what everyone else is doing. And it's going to make you feel a certain way of being like this sense of behindness, this sense of I'm not where I need to be thing. And you're seeing everybody else also navigating their hole. (laughs) So basically we're all just triggering each other. (laughs) We're all just triggering each other's giant hole of enoughness. And it continuously pushes us into thinking the next thing will fill this hole. The next thing will Cover it up. The next thing will be where I am finally enough and I will finally feel X, Y, Z. The thing that's so funny about it is that you thought that achieving the goal you set out to do, like that's all you said you wanted, you know? All you said you wanted was that goal. All you said you wanted to do was achieve this. This thing, and you did. (laughs) Or, or you did great, great, great work. You are doing great work in the process of getting to it. You know, whichever side you find yourself on, you're either, you've either done it or you've done incredible work on your way to it. And yet, when we find ourselves there suddenly, what's next? What's next? what's next? What's next? We even ask each other, what do you got? What's next? (laughs) We guys, have you ever paid attention to the fact that people actually ask you, like, you work, what? Oh, you've just done all this stuff. And somebody's going, you know, what's next? What's next? I talked a little bit about this in the transition episode, because it was more about the actual process of transition. But I referenced this And I said that people, you know, we don't mean to harm each other in this way, but it's so harmful when we're all walking around trying to cover that hole. And what I've discovered through this what is next phenomenon is that there's a lot of anxious people walking around because ultimately we're trying to arrive somewhere that's going to suddenly make it all go away. You know, the struggle, the self-doubt, the the lack of confidence, you know? It's like all those things that we're working on so intensely, we we just think like once we achieve X, Y, and Z, it's going to just go away. And the next thing phenomenon I believe is just us trying to rush through that feeling of wow. I really do feel empty (laughs) when it comes to how much I've put into this, thinking that it would, you know, fix it or make that go away. And I think for me, this moment for me really happened in real time this past April. So in the business that I've been in for the last five and a half years, you know, I kind of fell into it, to be honest. I, I I really started out just to, I was in a photo contract that I, so I was a full-time photographer for years. I was really burned out as a photographer. I've shared my story before, but in case you've never heard it, I was a burned out photographer for years. Don't even get me started on the striving that I did in that profession. <laughs> Don't even get me started on the self-doubt and the anxiety and the spiraling that was the, of that profession. But I kind of fell into this. I was in a photo contract that I just wanted to get out of. And I started this business to be like, if I can just make like an extra, you know, $2,500 a month, I will uh, get out of the contract and I can just, you know, not have to do that one job anymore. And I spent the last five years building this business online. And I've well made over seven figures now doing this business and this career path. And um, in my field, they do a recognition um, for – achieving that milestone. And I actually just had that recognition back in April. I did an episode on like the 10 lessons I learned in making a million dollars. You can listen to it if you want or you don't have to. <laughs> but I um had that recognition back in April and that's what's so funny about this year for me is two things one if you don't get a hold of this concept, you will repeat this cycle through different job professions, you will repeat this cycle through different careers, you will you'll you'll you'll, you'll repeat this cycle through seasons, you will repeat this cycle forever for the rest of your life. <laughs> and I don't want you to experience that. I don't want you to experience that. And that's what's so funny about all of this was that actually my beginning of my year started with the hole that I was still trying to fill even in another year. It was like another year, another year of striving, another year of of feeling like, man, I'm just not where I want to be yet. You know, I'm just not where I want to be yet. Well, where, you know, where is that, Lindsay? Okay, I'm digressing. I'm gonna get there. So anyway, all that to say, I had my I had my recognition ceremony. And let me preface you something and let me be very, very, very honest and clear with you about that ceremony. That time with myself, with my team, with my friends, with my husband that moment in front of my company, my colleagues, my peers, I was so grateful for that moment. I am still so grateful for that moment. I look back at that event, I look back at that time, and I have nothing but the utmost positive memories of that time. It was a happy, happy celebration. And I was super grateful. I really was. I had the the most amazing evening and experience, and it was so cool to have that recognition. But- but when the recognition quieted down and I came back home from a really fun trip that was about three days, you know what was waiting for me when I came home? The hole. The hole. I had spent the last five years busting my ass, coaching countless people, working a model Investing money into getting support and coaching for myself. A lot of money <laughs> from an amazing coach, by the way. She was worth every penny. But, you know, I had done everything right on paper. I had, I had done everything, you know, mostly right on paper. And it was the biggest moment, quote unquote, in my professional career up until that moment. This was a massive accomplishment that not a lot of people, I think out of my whole company, I think I'm only like the 80, 80 something person, you know, in eight, not almost 10 years of being a company, you know, I, I, I recognize the caliber of, of that, you know, and yet the hole was waiting for me. Why? Because there was no amount of success. There was no amount. <laughs> I'm getting emotional there was no amount of success. There was no amount of awards. There was no amount of people's praise. There was no amount that could fill the hole. (laughs) And I stood there kind of just walking in a circle for a lot of May. I walked in a circle for May because I thought to myself, wait a minute, I had done so much. I had worked so hard. I had, I had, I was, I was certain that when I achieved this moment, I was going to feel different. I was certain that something would shift in my favor. Something would, would, would push me in a direction that I had been longing to go. And when I didn't have that happen, it sent me kind of spiraling because at that point you had done so much work. You had, uh, you achieved the highest thing that you could really achieve. (laughs) And to still feel the whole communicated that message to me, that there was absolutely no amount of accolades, praise, money that could take the whole away. And yet we're waking up every single day trying to take the whole away through those things. Why? Why haven't we learned? Why haven't we learned and we think, we, we think that surely the next thing will make it right. And we keep running and we keep looking and we keep chasing. Remember, the healthy drive and ambition has already produced what you set out to do. Do you know that I built my own home and uh, that was a dream of mine? That was a dream. A dream. Guys, I've shared this before. I used to live out of my car. There was a six month period where I had a suitcase packed in my back seat. My mom didn't even know this. I told her recently and she was like, What? And I was like, Yeah, girl. (laughs) I lived out of my car for six months, slept where I could through the hospitality and kindness of people that I owe a lot to that just let me kind of land where I could land, but all my belongings were in my 1999 Isuzu Rodeo. I would have to walk out to my car to get my clothes and walk in somewhere to change for six months of period of time. I mean, owning a home, building a home, having a a home was a dream. And I worked so hard for that dream because I believed that once I had the dream, my life would be easier, better. And listen, it, it, it got better in some aspects, but again, the hole was there, the hole. It took me over almost a year for me to acknowledge to myself, well done, Lindsay, like you did your dream. It took me almost a year to have that recognition in my mind that I had actually done the baseline because the whole had taken over and had overcome the healthy ambition and drive. You see, when we, when we operate in healthy ambition and drive, we can actually celebrate ourselves. But when the whole just is endlessly there, we can't even recognize what we've done. It took me a year, guys, a year to turn around and look at my house and I was living in it but my brain was, what's next? The next thing. What do I got to do? I got to keep up with what? I got to keep up. I got to keep up. I got to keep up. (laughs) We're all on this treadmill running nowhere, people. (laughs) Because so much of what we've already said we wanted, we've done, and we can't even give it a minute of recognition. So many of the things that we've said that we've wanted to make happen in our life, we've already accomplished. And we can't even look around and say, wow, Maybe you're the person that wanted to get out there and create a photo business and you would, you begged and you wondered if people would buy from you. You prayed that they would. You prayed that they would give you attention and, and, and hire you for your job. And now you've got clients booked, but it's somehow you're doing a terrible job. Why? Why? The whole. Let me tell you what else. Maybe you signed up and you started a business and you just hoped that you could be able to get out there and, 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 and you were so scared, but you thought, you know what, maybe I could just oh, I just I have this dream. I want to see this dream come to pass. I'm going to build this thing. And you've got people with you now. You've got a team of people. You got customers with you. You've got a whole slew of people that are invested and come to your page every day and want to learn from you. And you're, and it's, and it's, and it's not enough. And you're not where you thought you'd be by now. Why do we say that? The whole, it's the whole, it's the whole, it's the whole, it's the hole that says, what's next? The hole that says, look here. The hole that says, you're, you're, you're not doing it. The, the hole that says, keep up with them. You're going to get behind. Oh, Yo, you got to stay on it. You got to stay on it. You got to get to that next thing before they do the hole. The hole breeds the next thing phenomenon. And we will be endlessly chasing the next thing. We'll, and we'll find ourselves chasing things that we don't even want to do we'll find ourselves making decisions to do things that we to ourselves do not even feel grounded to do because we think it's what we're supposed to do because somebody else is doing it because we're chasing the next thing to fill the hole that we thought it would be filled with with the thing we just just did. This is urgent. This is an urgent message for you today. <laughs> and I say this with so much love because I see how much the next thing phenomenon injured me. It injured my mental health. It injured my body. It injured my my heart because I could not find contentment. I refused to sit in the contentment of healthy ambition and drive because the hole in my heart was too big. And I thought, surely if I did enough, If I worked hard enough, if I did all the right things, I could, I could fill it. I could get away from that feeling. Hon, you can't outrun yourself lest you try. (laughs) And some people do. Some people spend their whole lives outrunning themselves. And I did for a long time. And I tried so hard to outrun the whole. And by God's grace, (laughs) And that's my big message for today. I don't think I've ever like really cried on a podcast. (laughs) I can't really talk about God without crying. What I realized through this process was at the end of the day, I didn't trust God. I didn't trust God. And through my life and how I grew up and all this stuff, I, I really had to count on myself. I had to count on me. I couldn't trust him. I couldn't trust other people. I had to trust my me. It was up to me to get it done. That's what I said before. Like, you'll go make it happen, you know? And listen, we do great things. We're called to work hard, guys. We are. It's in the Bible. Like, we're called to work hard. You know, he wants us to work. and He. I also truly believe, I know this isn't like a spiritual show, but, you know, I'm just speaking. If you're listening to me, this is part of who I am you know, this isn't a spiritual show, but you know, I also truly believe that like God does not want us to suffer. And I believe that he, he wants us to have good things. He wants us to work hard for good things of the earth. And I truly believe he does want us to enjoy the fruits of our labor. And I truly believe that it's not, I think people have it so skewed that money, makes you bad. No money reveals more of who you are. I can promise you money just reveals more of what's already there. The more money I've made in my life, it revealed more of my emptiness. That's all that it did. That's all that it did. The more money I made, it just showed me how empty I was. It just showed me how, um, it didn't make me a good or a bad person. It just revealed what was already true that the enoughness that I was seeking for and looking for, it just made the whole bigger, <laughs> you know, and whatever it is for somebody else. Yeah. Some people are bad people and they get more money and they just, it just shows that they were already bad to begin with. You know, some people are great people. They're good people. God entrusts them with finances to be able to give back and to do and to help and to serve. And that's been my prayer. That's been my prayer. I'm like, Lord, and trust me with more because I want to do more for people. I want to help more people you know good money in the hands of good people is the best thing that could ever happen so that we could actually make this world go round gang so you know don't don't look at it like that you know money in bad it's the hands that are that have it and it all it does all it does is just reveal more of who you are more success just reveals more of who you are it doesn't make you any different it just reveals more of what's already in you and for me what it revealed more to me of was the emptiness and the running of the that i was already on i was already just so tired and it just made me more tired i was already so empty and i just felt more empty <laughs> i was uh striving so hard and it just made me keep striving harder the more success i gained i had a moment where i had to wrestle down in realizing that i had become one of the stories that i had heard about having so much, but being empty inside. I had to accept that. I had to actually have a moment where I wrestled down. Like I get why celebrities get the way they do. I, I get why people can have everything and, and give up on their life. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? I had that moment that I had, I had fallen victim into this story that like, you can have it all and have nothing. I, I had to realize that I was in that moment, you guys. And I, and I think that the biggest product of it all was that I didn't trust God. I didn't trust my future. I didn't trust. And I thought I had to just do everything and make everything happen on my own. And it created so much distrust and fear. You know, every win, every accomplishment, every fight, every anxiety, every pain. I just had to be so tough through the whole thing. And I had to weather it because at the end of the day, I was alone and I believed that it was up to me. And I'm telling you guys, when I got that jacket, it was one of the happiest moments of my career. But like I said, it's fleeting. It's fleeting three days of happiness to coming back to the hole that had been waiting there for me, that had never left me. I told this story to my team that I've coached for a long time. I told them the story because I told them that because of God's great mercy on my life, and because of the way that I've been able to partner with Him now, that I will never know another victory, another professional success with that same hole. That that hole is done. Ambition and drive, guess what? I still got it. (laughs) There's still great things that I want to go out and accomplish and make happen in the world. And I know more than ever now that there is a big, big plan for me in in my life. There's a plan for you. There's a big plan for you. But once the hole is filled with the only thing that can hold it and fill it, which is, I believe Jesus, man, whoa. Suddenly you start seeing everything a little bit differently. And I know I have. And no, are things just perfect? No. (laughs) But it's so interesting how the minute that that was finally filled, The striving ceased after years, decades of striving, but it was done. And I just feel like I want everyone to experience that. I want everyone to be able to experience that feeling. And this is a weird episode for the middle of the season. It's just the beginning. I don't know. I don't know if I'll be able to deliver anything to this caliber again. (laughs) It might be a one-time banger, (laughs) but it just feels urgent to me because I just see so many people chasing, getting distracted, looking around at this next thing. Friend, I want to tell you that the next thing is now. The next thing is right now yes, we can make plans. Yes, we can have healthy ambition. Yes, we can continue to do the good work and keep working towards what we have. I'm not saying abandon, and I'm not saying don't set goals for yourself. That's not what I'm saying today. And if you're taking that from this message, then you're not hearing me. I'm not saying give up on seeking dreams. I'm not saying that, my God, I feel like I have more dreams now ever than I did even just in April. What I'm trying to say is the whole and the next thing phenomenon short sights you. It short sights you and it short circuits you. You can't actually do anything good because you're just chasing something. When you don't have to chase, you get clarity. (laughs) When you're not chasing something, you actually have the clarity to be able to execute what you set out to do. And then, wow, what a concept, actually be able to enjoy it actually to be able to feel grateful for it and not just throw it to the side and and throw your hard work to the side. You're actually able to look at what you accomplish. You're actually able to see those things through the eyes of gratitude and thankfulness. And it's not this endless chase for this feeling that's never gonna come. It can only come through JC. (laughs) And I believe that for my life and my prayer for yours is that through every single thing that you set out to do going forward, that you'll be able to partner in your ambition and drive with him. I've had so many people tell me over the last two months, Lindsay, look at what you've done on your own. Look at what you've done in your own strength. You've done a lot in your own strength. And man, I have. Are you freaking kidding me? That's why I was so exhausted and miserable and anxious. <laughs> I did so much in my own strength. But there, but there is a downside to that. And I told you it. Some of you guys are doing too much in your own strength. Some of you guys are, and that's going to be another episode that I do soon about how you, you're just not meant to do it all. I got really some specific tangibles especially for like my moms that are listening. It's like time to let go of some stuff, man. Like you can't do it all. You're just not meant to. That's another episode. But man, there's just been so much freedom for me and so much more. There's so much more space in my brain. There's so much more peace in my heart. And I still have anxiety. I, I talked about it the other day in my stories. I still got to take care of it. Like I still got to manage it. But man, especially when it comes to this career thing, this, this like path, this like this thing we're all trying to build. I don't give a shit what other people are doing. I really don't care. Good for you. Good for you. (laughs) You know, it's not to be mean. It's just to be like, good for you. (laughs) That's your life. I'm here to live mine. I'm here to create mine. Gang, quit looking at what everybody's doing and thinking that's your path and that's what you got to go do. Do you even want to do it? It's like, take some inventory. There's so many things I pushed myself to that, and, and the, the energies, the energies that I would throw myself into because that's what I thought I was supposed to do, or that's what I thought I wanted. And it just endlessly bred this feeling of never enough on top of a person who didn't feel like they were enough. It was a disaster. It was a recipe for utter disaster. And I'm trying to spare you from it today. I'm trying to spare you from it today. I'm not saying lay down your ambition. I'm not saying set your goal down. I'm saying the next thing, the next thing is right now. So how about you find a way to steward what you're doing right now, better and partnered with someone who can carry those burdens? You know, that's kind of what I want to offer today. It's like, what if the next thing is right now? Whatever you're doing is the next thing. You don't need to go chase it. Whatever you're doing right now is the next thing. The next thing is right now. We're just missing it. We're just missing it. The biggest gift that I feel that I have been given in 2023 is my ability to sit in the present moment. What a gift. What a gift. I can't remember. I've shared this before. I can't remember a lot of my life, guys some of that is trauma. Okay. A lot of it <laughs> is trauma, complex trauma, or I can't remember a lot of things. Okay. A lot of it I feel as well is my inability to be in the present. And all we have is the present. The past is done. The future we can't control yet. We try guys. guys. I'm str- I told you this so many times. My, my, my number one skill is strategic thinking. My number five skill was futuristic. I am a person hardwired to perceive and to seek and to reach for the future, to build a future. That's my my like inner mechanics and yet I'm finding joy in the present. I find peace in the present. I find I've found gratitude in the present because I'm actually enjoying what I'm doing. What a thought. What a concept, what a concept. <laughs> And if you're that person right now that is trying to 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 build something to get where you're trying to go, please for the love of God, acknowledge what you're doing. Acknowledge yourself, acknowledge your wins, acknowledge your process. Find ways right now to enjoy what this looks like because this is a journey gang and all we've got is today. So my hope and my prayer for you is the next thing in the future, it's going to make itself known to you. You don't got to chase it down. You don't got to watch everybody doing this every day. What are they doing? What are they doing? What are they doing? What are, what's she doing? What's she doing? What the Who cares? <laughs> who cares? I've talked about inspiration, healthy inspiration. I've talked about this. It's one thing to be inspired. It's another thing to compare. Comparison's going to kill your inspiration every single time. Some of you are just spending way too much time looking at what everybody else is doing and you're wondering why you're not moving forward because you're so focused on what everyone else is doing. Focus on you. Focus on your present. Focus on right now. What are you doing for you right now? How are you partnering with God to be able to move where you're trying to go while also being able to to see the good work that's already happened, to acknowledge that you're on the road and that the next thing that you're searching for very well may just be stewarding what you currently have better. Just stewarding what you have better. And I know that that's been the lesson for me. The next thing is now, my friends. It's now. It's right now. Don't miss it. Don't miss it.